Hey everyone, I hope you're all having a great start to 2020. We're kicking off the month of February, which means it's Black History Month, taking some time to shine a light on the contributions and accomplishments Black Americans are making in our country each day. We've invited a very special guest to share his story, Mr. Ivory Curry from Prescott, Arkansas. Several folks I've talked to recommended him because he's making a huge impact on his community. And it's all because he wants to add value to others' lives and see future generations be successful. You're listening to Right at the Heart, a podcast focused on sharing inspirational stories from our communities presented by Farmers Bank and Trust. Along the way, you'll learn about managing your finances, news about community events, interviews with local leaders, and more. So get ready to be inspired as we get right at the heart of Farmers Bank and Trust. Tell me, were you born and raised in Prescott? Yes, I, I was born here in 1952. Um, went to Los Angeles, California for one year after high school graduation and uh, chose a small town. I came back. There's nothing quite like a small town. I can agree with you there. Yeah. You mentioned to me that you're retired, but not really. <laughs> exactly. Talk about all of the things that you're involved in, including this community outreach ministry. We are a local businessman. We have a laundry service. We have dry cleaners and a laundromat. Um, we organized a ministry here in Prescott called this Courage Community Outreach Ministry, where we uh, serve prepared foods. Uh, Sometimes we have 125 the last time and a lot of time we go up to two or 250 before the pandemic oh wow uh, now we float we float between 100 150 people a, uh, a month and sometimes we do it more than once a month in our facilities and we talk about drugs and anti-drugs and alcohol and we work with harbor house out of magnolia and uh they come up and help train with teach our children to stay away from alcohol and drugs and those things that can be destructive. So we work with the community to get this facility that I'm in now uh, prepared. We want it to be real nice and we want our children to have a no drama zone where they could come and, and be involved in positive things and not just children, adults also. So we're, we're really uh, proud of where we're going with the ministry, kind of bringing the community together and we work together to add value to the community. We That's enjoy fantastic. It sounds like you've really noticed several different needs in your community and trying to meet, meet them that way. Exactly. We're talking about, we have posters here to teach them about the effects of marijuana and, and vaporing and uh, bullying and um, alcohol. You know, alcohol sometimes seems to be an acceptable drug, but it's one of the most dangerous drugs there is, is alcohol. And we also, we pastor, we, we pastored in Gurdon at Cary Street Church of God for 24 years. And uh, we we enjoy pastoring and shepherding people. And then we enjoy our 
business activities, the service to our community and to our nation. When we, we train people, they go all, all the way around the United States, you know, they go to different parts of the, of the nation, but there's, I want them to be productive citizens, positive, productive citizens. And you can take a little bit of that attitude to another neighborhood and it help improve wherever they are, wherever they choose to live. Now that you're doing all of these things and you're so active in your community, do you find that you're maybe even a little bit more busy than you were when you were working full time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's as if I retired to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, oh. I uh, at Firestone, I was worked with what we call a community fund that's an outreach to the community with finances, and I've always supported our community, even when I was working. I was representing our community on behalf of Firestone, and we did a lot of good things for the community. So, and then we worked with the Lions Club. Uh, that's one of the most active clubs, and Lions Wear Services for the Blind. And we just learned uh, it's, it's beneficial to the community and, and to me personally, that's to help people help themselves. And that's what we get excited about. Has there been a moment um, since you started the outreach ministry that has kind of been that stood out to you, like one of your more proud moments? Yeah, actually, yes, this um, getting this building ready to serve this community where we can have community civic meetings here. We can work with our young people here. We can um, work with elders or even people with problems and and we can do it in a way that it brings the community together, the church community, the business community. And we all work on one accord just to add value. Our, our community need improving and housing. You know, we have a good uh, job here at Firestone. I worked there 44 years and it was a good career. And so we decided to invest back into our community. And, and when we got this building, uh, it was kind of a kind of worn down and we, we were able to improve it and the community got excited about it and the people support it. And we just enjoy doing something positive here on this corner, Main Lawn, Green, Green Lawn in Maine, just about a mile from Firestone. So our location here is good, <laughs> very good location. We try to be active so people know what we're doing, but we this is helpful what we're doing here to try to help people understand what we really do here. And we use social media and we work with Chamber of Commerce, economic development here. And of course, farmers have been tremendous at helping us and assisting us and, and other businesses in the community help. Well, that's, that's great that you have a center location there that people can just easily, you know, walk in. Cause I know nowadays with technology, as we found out this morning, it can, it can be kind of difficult <laughs> to operate sometimes, but for somebody to uh, just be able to walk in and talk to you face to face, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. And we, you know, one of the things we did when we got the building painted and fixed up and uh, we got, we'll get in the activity room ready on the other side. And, and, and we, we got a, uh, internet broadband because we want our young people to be able to come here and get their lessons or work together as a team and, and uh, uh, hopefully at some point we would get some tutor tutor in here for them for maybe problems they're having you know off campus 
And uh, it's just it's just a long-term vision of being an area where you can address your total life spiritually and physically and and, and try to help advance our, our citizen to be productive and positive citizen to help our community grow. Uh, we want to encourage people to improve the property, how it looks, you know, we want to we want to help with the cosmetics of the city so our young people here are getting this team together to try to do something to help with the cosmetics of our city. And uh, I'm excited about that because of their ideals, you know, they, they want to help the city look better. So that's a project I'm looking forward to. Well, we're excited to, to get a follow-up on that <laughs> All right. once it happens. February is Black History Month. It's a very important time, you know, recognizing the amazing accomplishments and contributions that Black Americans like yourself make. And, you know, this also encourages us to celebrate the diversity, you know, within our world, our country, our communities. And I don't know if you know this or not, but this year's theme is the Black Family Representation, Identity and Diversity. In your opinion, why why do you think this message is so important, especially for 2021? It's good to be able to have uh, Black men to be examples, both in spiritual life and from my perspective, comes first, then your family, then your job, your community. And I want to be an example that help our community realize the value of uh, the Bible says that uh, a good name is better than silver and gold. <laughs> so you work to make sure that you are a person of integrity and that you learn to give back to your community. Uh, I want to teach them how to start a business, you know, an excellent facility down at Magnolia, SAU, uh, get them to, get business plans together and what it takes to get the finances and all those things and then encourage them the steps that it takes to maintain a business once you get it. It's, it doesn't work on automatic, so we want to kind of carry them through that because I worked uh, Firestone in management most of my career uh, the supervisor and, and, and uh, so I, I have a good insight about what it takes to be successful and uh, one thing is money. So we want to teach them how to get loans to get business, what's available, you know. Right. Uh, and our families, I would love that someone in my family will continue my business. You know, I don't want to have to sell it. I just want to set a precedent that being an entrepreneur is a good thing. Uh, you can make a living doing it and you can be an example for your community doing it. Uh, so I think that's a, good thing to focus on getting the black family to continue to grow and learn and work for yourselves. <laughs> you know, right. uh, there are so many opportunities in every community that you can start your small business and you can grow and you can have multiple businesses. You can get involved with more than one thing. Um, our community really, really need better housing. And it would be good to see entrepreneurs start flipping houses. You know, that's a that's a fun thing and it's a good thing for the community and you can make a little money at it. Yes, for sure. <laughs> uh -huh. So that theme is is awesome. And I think about the examples that that was 
set in my life. The lady that raised me was born in 1899. And uh, she was certainly wise and she was an entrepreneur, a hairdresser, and she rented, uh, rented houses. And uh, that example just kind of was instilled in me. So I, I'm just doing what I was taught to do, a lot of it. I love and that. So, and I was going to ask you if you had kind of a role model. Oh, yeah. Her name was Mary Jefferson. She she raised me from 12 years old. And she wow. was all those things I described. A godly, godly person. You know, she believed in uh, keeping your spiritual life straight. And uh, she encouraged you to save some of every check you get. Save yourself. Pay yourself something. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good advice. <laughs> yeah. So we try to pay the Dutch. It doesn't have to be a lot. You know, you got your responsibilities. But... Always make sure you have something out of your checks for, put back for yourself that you can use it. What she called a rainy day fund. So you have to always try to have a rainy day fund. And yeah, she was quite an inspiration. And of course, you know, I was raised in, uh, in, in, in the 60s, born in 1952, and it came up through the civil rights movement. And of course, one of my uh, favorite examples was Martin Luther King and uh, the example he said, and I was especially impressed with this nonviolent uh, approach. Uh, during those days, I couldn't do the nonviolent thing because I had to defend myself. As, as you know, as you get older and you look back at what he was teaching, uh, you comprehend it better. And, you know, you just respect him because not everyone could have done what he did. It, you know, he was called for that, that period in time. And I have a, a lot of respect for what he stood for, what he did for our, not just the black community, but our nation. And we um, we were encouraged by people like him. Yeah, absolutely. Locally, we had a superintendent a principal, Joe Hale. Uh, he's still living, about 90 years old. He always uh, set a good example about furthering your education and he always lets you know that when you look at yourself and you have problems in your community, you become a solution to the problem or you become part of the problem. So we, oh, that was instilled in us and we always try to be a part of the solution to whatever's going on in our community. We want to be about promoting positive things. You kind of answered it for me. I was going to ask, you know, how you would encourage young people to get get involved and give back to their community. And that's kind of it. You're, you're kind of a living the example, really. Um, you know, once you finish work and you're a leader in your work, but then you also are taking time to give back to your community in so many different avenues. Yeah. I, you know, and I try to teach them the guiding principle in my life is the Bible. And I just know that it's always right to do what's right. Mm -hmm. And I try to teach people to understand how we should live our life according to the Bible. And then when we know how to live, then we stand for what we know is right according to the scripture. And, and we, we got to live that example. We can't just talk it. And so we, we know that Bible teaches us faith without works is dead. So we don't want to be people just talk. We want to be a person that lead by the power of my example. 
And so that means I got to be doing some things. I got to teach people how to do things. And it's important to me to, to get things done in the community uh, so people can, success brings about success. People can say, wow, look what we can do. And then we work together just to kind of turn our community around. Absolutely. Well, what is your um, your timeline looking like? You said that um, y'all are going to have an activity room, things like that. What are your goals for the outreach ministry there? Okay, we this, uh, we have the building. We're blessed to have t- two sides. It's, uh, uh, this side is where we meet. We have meeting in our uh, our community civic uh, groups can meet here. They're welcome to. Uh, a couple of them does, and even the um, local Firestone Union meet here from time to time. Uh, it's kind of open to serve the community for things that you're doing that's good. And then we're going to try to get programs to help people with every negative thing going on in their life. We want to be a location where we can just help you make things better. Uh, there are many different issues people will come with. It could be alcohol, it could be drugs, you know, it could be finance, it could be uh, marital problems, whatever the problem might be. Mental health is a big deal now, mental health problems. Yes. And uh, of course, you want to be able to get them the professional help they need in addition to the spiritual help, you know. Uh, spiritual help is important, but you're you, you, you running some things sometimes you need professional counseling. And I want to make sure that I be able to lead them to a professional counselor when, when it's needed, you know. And so we we have so many issues. Uh, even child abuse, I'm surprised at the um, amount of child abuse we have in our nation, uh, in our community. And so we want to address that also. We want to do it the right way in a way that can help and want to get our parents involved because if you're really going to be successful with the children, you got to get the parents on board. Yes. Uh, I was also a youth pastor and I had kids, uh, you know, a couple hours a week and rest of the time they're with someone else. So you got, you got to have more than you. You got to have a team working in the same direction in order to be successful at making a big change in, in the community and in the life of children. My husband is a baseball coach for a high school here in Malvern, so I understand that for sure. <laughs> you definitely yeah. need parents on board to make it work. You should do. And we have, my opinion, we have an excellent school system. And of course, what we try to do is support our school activities and support them with whatever things they have going on, you know, in academics. And, and try to teach the children the importance of education and try to teach them about conduct, how you conduct yourself. And we don't, we, we're heavy on the anti-bullying stuff. I think, our, I think our nation has went too far with this macho stuff. And, and sometimes we need to understand that meekness is strength under control. And uh, you don't always have to be rude, arrogant, and like WWF. We have a lot of kids like the wrestling. And <laughs> got to teach them respect each other and so we're heavy on that if we we can do that in the community we'll be better off in the school well if somebody is interested 
or, you know, just wants to reach out or seek help or anything like that, how can they get a hold of you with the community outreach ministry? What's the easiest way? Uh, 501-818-4658. I hope people will take advantage of that ministry because it sounds like there are a multitude of things that you could really help help people out with no matter what their problem is. Yeah, we we like to we, we like to be connected with many different agencies and organizations so nobody knows everything. But together we can do some things and I <laughs> want to be able to recommend them to people that professional mental health care assistance, I would say, you know, just different areas that you really need people know what they're doing. And we have, we have a passion for uh, the mental health care uh, part of it because through the pandemic season, you find all of us have some mental health care issues, I think, uh, being stressed out and dramatized with this pandemic. And we've never seen it or experienced it before. So how do you think that makes the children feel when they're totally at loss? They can't do what they usually do. They can't be with their friends. You got to stay away from your grandparents. And, you know, it's a difficult time. And uh, we want to make sure that we have people that can help people get through this stressful situation because we know it's going to pass, but we got to deal with it while it's here. And so we need to make sure people are mentally healthy as we go through this. I appreciate you inviting me and uh, <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity to share my story. And um, I'm the person I always have the attitude is uh, uh, my story is only as good as the people I add value to their lives. If I add value to someone's life, it makes me feel good. <laughs> but just, just I don't focus so much on me. You know, you just do what's good and, and you'll be recognized for it. But our purpose is to add value to the lives of people. And every platform that the Lord blessed me with, I'm going to use to do just that. If you're interested in more information or would like to volunteer or donate to Curry's Community Outreach Ministry in Prescott, give him a call at 501-818-4658. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.